Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great day whenever you're listening to this. Let's talk about Southern Charm. I am very surprised by Taylor and Shep just having like a doggy play date. I think he's like, I really think, I do believe exes can be friends. And I've seen it. Um, I mean, in St. Louis and Kansas City is really similar. If you like have lived your whole life here, there's a lot of other people that have lived their whole life here. So you kind of have to accept the fact that like some of the people in your friend circle might be someone who dated your husband or you've dated someone else's husband. Like it just, I get that exes can be friends and can be friendly for that. I just don't think it's a healthy friendship here because I think there is a lot of chef. I don't know. Like, I think he wants Taylor back because it's kind of like, if I can't have her, I don't want anyone to have her type of thing. And then who knows what's going on in Taylor's head right now. I'm like, you two really probably shouldn't be friends. I think you need to be working on yourselves. And I also feel like Shep's just trying to sweep a bunch of stuff under the rug to keep this friendship. It's very, I don't know. The whole thing to me, I'm like, this screams so unhealthy. I also feel like he knows he's done so, he's done her wrong, like, so much. Yeah, he that feels like I, I, like, wonder if he, like in a weird way, doesn't want her to air out even more stuff. So he's like, I'd rather keep my enemy close and keep her on my good side. So I could kind of see that mind fuckery happening too. That might play into too some of the, I think this is, I mean, this is being discussed off. Like I've seen it in a lot of different like Facebook groups and chats and comments, this whole thing. And we're jumping ahead a little bit to the end of the episode, but this whole concept of like, all of the men, for some reason, really are kind of protecting Taylor in a way, are not going after her the way they would have with Madison. And I do think it is a very valid point that something about Madison, maybe because she's a little bit more of a ball buster and doesn't come off as this like sweet, almost like virginal, you know, like, you know, like I'm this like Southern princess and I love God and Jesus and I can send nudes too. That's okay. It's like, no, I mean, Madison's right. Like, had she done that, like, they would have gone out after her. And you did the beautiful meme. I did love Madison saying, I am a slut. I'm just retired now. Like, she's like, I owned that. I want to put that on a frame, <laughs> put that on a T-shirt. Someone's going to. Someone's going to do that. We're Shoot, I'll wear that to BravoCon. I was never a slut. You and I had aspirations of being sluttier in college. It never happened. But I, hey own it. Maybe that's I, why we're siding with this. But I do agree. I just felt like like Shep, like jumping in and being like, look at you, Madison. This is what you do. You raise your voice. I like how she's like, I'm not one of your little like whipping bitches. Like, yeah. you know, like I was good for you. I, this I thought is the it was, Madison yeah. that we loved and we saw her show up in a couple different ways. And I wanted to give more time to that moment. But let's talk about her as a mother. Oh, my heart, I teared up. I, my heart broke. That them. Hudson, like that, like killed me. And that felt very, I know sometimes reality TV can feel, I hate to use the word scripted, just feels planned. Like, like they're meeting yeah. for coffee. That's a planned location. Of course, we're going to like spill the tea because we're meeting for coffee to discuss yes, X, but Y, that and Z. Yeah. very unexpected. And my heart broke for sweet Hudson and how she's like, do you want me to kick his ass? And it, you could see too. Like she went off to the side and um, let Brett, her husband, kind of handle Hudson a little bit. I mean, I think she like she was shaking. It was hard for her and her emotions. I think she was trying to figure out what she wanted to do. I applaud her because I do think like as much as we all like want our kids to like resolve their own fights and stuff. If that were 
my son, I think I would have a really hard time not immediately calling up the mother and being like, what the hell just happened? Also biting. Like what a bitch move. Who the fuck is biting people? Well, and like, mind you, I mean, Mike's son is six. His friends are six and seven. They're in the first grade. There's still been times where like I've seen kids bite at six and seven. It's like, you know, boys are weird like that. But Hudson is quite a bit older. I think they're past the age of biting. Um, I don't know if there's ever past the age of fighting because grown, I mean, as we've seen on Housewives, grown men in New Jersey are like, you know, full on fist fighting. But yeah, biting, I'd, I don't, I just, I, I, my heart broke for him. You could tell like for a little Hudson, he was so shaken and upset by it. And then like, I do feel the same as you that Madison's reaction, I do not think this was, this was not stage plan. This wasn't going into little Susie, like her Susie homemaker character she was trying to portray this is the real madison i think this episode we saw the real madison the whole episode and i'm probably biased and now i'm like anything she says i'm like yeah because i'm just no, back on we her side her. We're, well yeah we've been waiting for her to show up and now she's here it, she reminded me and this sounds so cliche but Ginny and georgia the mom oh, um yeah. georgia's energy with her son, yeah where she like pulled that kid aside and like cursed him out basically scared the shit out of this kid to not mess with her son Gave me like the same type of energy and vibes. I have a question for you regarding Brett. And I have a little theory about Brett. This so is she genius. Talks, she talks about how, you know, he travels for work and like how everyone else does. And she's like, mind your own fucking business. It's the kind of energy she's giving. I feel like we know when he makes an appearance, and I believe even Hudson, they have to get paid. So I feel like by him getting paid more by appearing on the show with her on reality TV is a way for him to eventually quit his job. I could see that. I didn't have that thought naturally, but I could totally see that. Um, That part of it is the more like, you know, maybe he makes, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like when I throw this out, people will be like, are you crazy? But like, when you know what they're making, I mean, he's probably making, $15,000 every time, like every episode he appears in. So if he appears in like 10 of them, it's like, okay, that's $150,000. That probably once the season's over replaces what his salary, if not more than replaces his salary. So yeah, I'm sure that's part of it. It wouldn't shock me. So it's just something that was like percolating in my head. Um, Okay. So we're going to talk about JT's dinner. One thing I do want to point out um, just how amazing Olivia is and what a beautiful human she is the fact that she's checking in with Austin. It's like, pardon, like <laughs> you're the ones who so are sweet. dealing with this loss, but she must be protected at all. Costs. She is very good at compartmentalizing. Like the fact that she even went to this dinner was something else, but we'll get to that point of the episode. Vinita and Madison. I'm so happy they're back. Um, Madison was giddy to tell her about the nude photo. Um, I, I do, do want to agree- say Oh, so go ahead. I was just I do want to preface like we got a couple DMs about this. I do think it's wrong that her new f- nude photo was passed around. Like I, I agree with you. That's what I think exactly that's shitty. What I yeah, I I want to address the fact that 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 is really shitty. I put that on Whitney, one hundred percent. I do feel like though, when you're on a show like this, if you send a nude to a producer, because Whitney is a producer on this show. You kind of have to, I, I, fortunately in the world we live in today, if you send anyone a nude, you have to know that it, it could possibly be seen by other people. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Like Craig said, there's so many other guys to send your new boobs to, which he, he leaked. I like how we low key just 
outed the fact that she got a boob job. There are so many different people she could have sent it to, but Whitney was an odd choice and weird. It's also weird that he showed it his mom. That's yeah. like a whole nother conversation. So we completely agree with y'all with the ick factor on that. But what I do agree with is Madison putting her in her place and just calling her out. Um, Vanita called her a Bible thumper, uh, which made me laugh, to be honest. But just calling out the duality of Taylor. On one hand, she's loving Jesus. The next, she's showing her tits. And it's just kind of, who are you? Yeah, I I agree. I think, I think it was fair to call it out. Um, and I actually feel like, Kind of even like what they were like, I feel like somebody might have said something like we didn't even have to see the picture, like to know that the whole thing of what you did or the concept behind it goes against who you portray to be. And then when Shep tried to step in and is like, well, that's how you perceive her. I'm like, I don't think that's entirely true, because if you go back to previous seasons, I do feel like Taylor did try to portray herself in a certain light. I also think Shep is a dirty dog. And I oh, don't yeah. think he would be with someone who's like boring. Um, <laughs> Make what you will of that. Shep but is a I just think freak he's in a the dirty sheets. Dog. Yeah, hundred percent. Dog. Um, so I just I have an issue with people who just won't be like real. I think it's fine to like have a relationship with God or whatever, but also own the fact that what comes with you that can, you can be a religious person and send nudes. Like I, I mean, I. That's fine. I don't think it means like just because you go to church doesn't mean like you're you don't have a sex life, you know? I mean, hell, I'm Catholic. Like most Catholic families are back in the day had 8 or 9 kids. Like they were having a lot of sex. Like so, yeah. I think that it, it but I think it's just you don't act this whole holier than thou and then not really just be who you are. Own it. Like how Madison is. I mean, Madison somehow now is going to be winning porch of the year and it you know was a slut in her previous previous time <laughs> she's a retired slut <laughs> God, i mean i, I wish i was a retired time. yeah i wish i was a retired slut so good for you madison um good for you should I we do, talk about olivia oh, and taylor yes i just want to say i do not think olivia deserves i mean olivia does not deserve this taylor does not deserve olivia as a friend the fact that when people were trying to kind of call out like, Hey, you're kind of a shitty friend, Taylor. Don't sit here and act like because of what happened. And I do agree with Craig. Like when she gets to that next layer of grief, there's going to be some anger and resentment because she never really got to have a full on conversation with them and process it and really like sit there and be like, no, what you guys did is wrong. I was lied to. She's just right now appreciating all the support. And I think she's in the phase of like, just trying to show up and figure out what life is without her brother. So um, I do kind of get her whole, like, I don't want to get in this fight right now. But when she said like, she, I forgot how she worded, but basically like, we need to have a conversation, Olivia and I, but that's like, not for right now. I'm like, Oh my God, like you're almost like standing up for her in this moment. And I, I just don't know if Taylor deserves it. And then to know, we find out like they they continually have hooked up ever since even having this conversation with Olivia, it's just really, really shitty. I look forward to Madison's continual takedown of Taylor. I'm just like, or Taylor, this reunion, she is. She, it's like Rachel. Madison's gonna, I said it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be bad. She's making it easy. She's going to get chewed up and spit out. All right. Let's take a quick little ad break. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. 
Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online, on your time, in your space, within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code REALMOMS, and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more, only on DraftKings Casino with promo code REALMOMS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. Gambler, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games are regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem, for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario, one per opted in new customer, minimum $5 deposit, max match $100 in casino credits with require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice restriction supply. Get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Every plate has no hidden fees, so you can count on great value week after week, plus only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. Have a lot of mouths to feed, but not a lot of extra time to meal prep. That's definitely me. Now you can cook once, eat twice, and enjoy more for less with Big Batch Faves. Our new slash of family size options are perfect for slow cookers, casserole dishes, and more. We love a slow cooker here in the Midwest. It's crockpot season finally, especially with uh, Halloween coming up. I know a lot of you will be looking for something simple you can throw in the crockpot um, and walk around with your kids uh, for trick-or-treating. And if you're trying to be more green um, and being more aware of just leaving the planet a better place, make the sustainable choice this October. Every plate offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and their meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint on average than supermarket meals of the same portion. Plus nearly all packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the U.S., So you guys, you know that we're not going to let you not get a great deal for this. You can get a meal for $1.49 by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49realmoms. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code realmoms. Beverly Hills is finally back and started off with a bang in a way um we start off the episode Dorit, of course wants to get the women together and do some spiritual healing um with eagle woman what a name what a name um i want to be respectful to indigenous cultures but yeah i i have i can sorry just, i i do <laughs> i will say when i saw her i was like i hope in her background she is from um an indigenous people group. Otherwise, I feel like she's doing a lot of cult- cultural appropriation. Yeah, like there are um, parts of it. I was like, okay, let's let's hope that this is. I think Bravo, maybe, maybe not, has learned a lesson. But I like my first thought was, I hope, I hope these people are like legit. Yeah, let's go with the assumption that they are. They are. Yeah, let's just go with the assumption that they are. So everything, everyone immediately comments on how skinny. Erica Jane is. I died at Dorit's confessional 
that the fact that she's like, wait, hormones, do you spell hormones? O-Z-E-M-P-I-C, Ozempic. So I don't know what hormones Erica Jane is on plus menopause, but I think we all know she might've had a little bit more help than that, but I don't know. I love that like production, like, are you on Ozempic? And she's like, huh? And they're like, or Wagovi or like, and she was like, I'm on hormones and they all should be. I was like, okay. Um, She's definitely a lot thinner than she was before. Um, and we posted this one time. We're like, we don't know a ton of women that lost weight during menopause. It's usually make, makes it a little bit harder. But um, maybe Erica Jane has found the secret. You know, and here's the thing. And I actually agree with Teddy Mellencamp when she said this on Watch What Happens Live. It's just like, whatever you're doing, just own up to it at this right. point. Who cares? I feel, I mean, it's just like, who cares at this point? So yeah, I wonder it, what other narrative we're going to hear at BravoCon, which is happening next week. I'm sure it's going to get brought up in some way. So I'm just curious where that happens. I will say the only reason why I don't believe that it's just hormones is because Jeff Lewis is really big. Like he has this whole fascination with like people on Ozempic, Wagovi, Manjaro, whatever it is that you're on. And he said he ran, this was a couple of months ago, I feel like on his um, XM radio show, he said he ran into Erica Jane and he was like, Oh my God, tell me, are you on Ozempic? And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm on something else. I'll tell you later, but I'll t- like, you know, it's really good, but I'll tell you later. The only reason why I'm th- thinking like it wouldn't be hormones is she would say, no, I'm on something for menopause. It wouldn't help you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why would you like another man isn't going to take you? Abby, nothing gets past us. Erica. Yeah. I was just like, and maybe he, you know, again, maybe she's like, no, I'm on something else. I'll have to tell you about it later. And maybe she meant like, you know, then she would spell to him like what it is. And she just didn't have time. But I don't know in my head. I'm like, if a, a guy came up to me and was like, oh my God, like you've lost so much weight. And I knew it was like hormone related, I'd probably be like, yep, one time it pays to be a woman. I'm on these like hormones. Like, I don't know. I yeah. feel like a, just a different response. No, anyway, that is a great thing to point out. Regardless. And again, yeah. We'll Own get it. to the bottom of it. But one thing I do want to say is Erica Jane being a villain is probably my favorite villain housewife PJ. So the women are in a circle doing a group meditation, which side note, I hate that shit. I'm kind of trying to get into meditation myself. But it's definitely beneficial in a solo setting. It's not like I, you want to air your grievances and things in a group. But this well, is also, reality TV. I don't know if that's like – it's funny. I think sometimes people are like confusing meditation and just like – just more of like a group retreat type of thing. Because like meditating isn't necessarily like airing out your grievances. It's You know what I mean? It's like more like internalizing something. And I don't know. To me, I was just – and I agree. I think meditating for me personally is better in a solo I mean, also, it's like just a group therapy session. Yeah, I digress. But let's get to the meat of it. So Dorit starts and is like, hey, I have a bone to pick with you, Erica. She brings up that BravoCon moment. Um, Erica is like, I was being a showman. And then she immediately is like, Dorit, is your marriage strong? And then I just like died. I was like, oh, my God, Erica, I fucking love you. That was the moment I feel like we were all not waiting for, but it's like this whole like Fox force five, how they like always protected each other at all costs. The store, you know, like they would just like stories couldn't come out on the show. And I do love them. We cut to Sutton being like, yeah, I mean, all I heard about the DUI is that there was someone else in the, there was another woman in the car, which is like, well, we never heard that story. I'm just like automatically instant goosies because I'm like, yes, we're going there. Ladies, yeah. we're going there. So I just lived for that. But then she also, I must give Dorit some props of doing the impersonation of Erica during that BravoCon moment. Um, they, she does it in her confessional. 
and it was fantastic. And I was there to witness that moment with EJ. And I will tell you, like in the audience, everyone like our mouths like beyond. Drop. I mean, you could hear you were it not expecting that on the like recorded version. You can, I think they're still on Peacock. You could go back and watch it, but everyone goes <gasps> like it was like a collective like what? Like I don't think anyone was expecting her to say Dorit and PK. No, but I mean we're hearing a lot of rumors where there's smoke. We're hearing a lot of rumors about that. And as Sutton said on the show, where there's smoke, there tends to be fire. We also found out from Miss Sutton not only did she stick uh, stick caramels in her or caramel caramel. Which one do you by accident? I I say caramel, but yeah, I think I say caramel. But she stuck caramels in her ears by accident, which I want to. What a dumb story, though. I was just like, I don't. To me, she's like, I think she's trying to. say that they're just silly and goofy together but that was just like an odd story to highlight that uh, yeah i'm i'm <laughs> with you i absolutely agree with you but she did share that she makes about 300k a month in spousal support which is insane um she kind of shares a bit of her story of basically when her and her husband were on the same playing field when they first got married then she stopped working to take care of their children. He began to make an exponentially more money. And then now she's kind of finding her own financial freedom with her store and some of her business ventures and also um, being on Housewives. So I do believe that all women need financial freedom. It's something I'm definitely passionate about. I think I've witnessed in my own life of situations where where women have been in where they can't walk away so easily because of not being financially stable. For sure. I mean, I think it's really important, but I don't know if somebody receiving $300,000 a month in spousal support should really be preaching about the significance (laughs) of financial freedom. Cause I was like, I mean, that is a hell of a safety net to have. Like, I mean, if her business completely failed, she'd still be okay. That is a hundred percent fair. And this is why I have Abby on the show (laughs) to keep my Delulu ass in check. Um, let's talk about a heartbreaking but truth bomb moment between Garcelle and her boy. So Jade and Jax, they have a picnic on the beach. Side note, I'm not going to go on tangent on this, but I want to know an update on her beach house. I kept thinking, yeah, like, where's the beach house? Yeah. But anyhow, they have a conversation and essentially where it comes, what comes out is that they share like she was gone for a month and they just don't feel like she's they want more independence. They also just feel like they've grown up. They think they're like, know everything, but we're very hurt by it. Um, And I just thought it was a very raw conversation, especially as a working parent and the struggles that we have in terms of doing things for your job and her instance, an actress going out on location, being gone um, and not being there for your kids or I don't want to say not being there for your kids, but not being physically, physically. present with your, yeah. With yeah. your kids. I, it was, I feel like any working mom, you feel that guilt. And I think sometimes like to hear that, even for me, I was like, Oh, like it would just be hard. Cause there's times like I've had to travel for work and it makes you think like down the road, is that going to be like somehow not like brought up against me, but are my kids going to be like, yeah, you weren't there for this, you know, event because of, you know, trying to, support her family. And it's hard too, because I think as an adult, that sometimes I look, I'm like, these kids don't realize though, by her doing that, like the lifestyle it has given them. But I also get like, you want your parent there. It's, it's, I just, my, my heart, like I really like sympathize with her in that moment. And I think 
for her, if I like watching it back, like she's got to at least feel like, okay, I'm doing something right that my kids are expressing this to me though and telling me it and feel, feel comfortable that they can say these things to me. Yeah. And I, Jade, I was like taken aback. I was like, man, this is a kid who's done some therapy work. And the yeah. way he's like, he was like talking to her. I was like, who is this kid? But it also like made me laugh. because like, sweetie, you know, you can't take care of yourself quite yet. You think you really can, but you can. Yeah. not quite yet. I mean, I don't know what his circumstances look like, but I would imagine they look better than a lot of um, kids that age. So I just appreciated that. I I want, I have a lot, I had a lot of love for Garcelle. I think Garcelle, one of the things I struggle with her as a housewife is sometimes not seeing her vulnerable enough. So I appreciate her sharing that side of her with us more. I agree. I love that. Um, all right, let's talk about the tattoo and the odd conversation between Mauricio and Kyle that like, to me, it's like, oh, they are maybe not like fully separated, but they are living separate lives. They full on borderline hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the sense that yeah. I got in that conversation. So they're trying, we see Maurizio trying to plant. He's working with his assistant, trying to figure out all this travel arrangements that he has. Kyle's like impatiently being like, can we talk? And he comes over and, you know, they start talking about some certain travel plans. And then it gets to the tattoo of it all. He's like, oh, tattoos. And then she's like, I bet you don't know how many I have. And he's like, two or three. And she's like, no, I have five. And it was just very, uh, such a strange conversation. Um, but I do respect Kyle in terms of in ter- this episode. And as Kyle stands, I'm like, thank you, honey. She is showing up putting down her boundaries and saying, like, this is who I am. If I want to get another tattoo, love being, I will. I I appreciated it. It was like a a version of Kyle we haven't seen. I feel like not that she's been submissive to Mauricio by any means, but like when he was like, my love, no more tattoos. And she was like, if I want to get another one, I'm going to get another one. Like I like that, you know, she's kind of like, I am past the point of like, always trying to do what I think is best for everyone else at her own expense. I mean, she addressed it with the women, even like all the stuff with Kathy, like that put her in a really weird spot. And um, I think she's always kind of felt like she's like, maybe it's part of her being like the youngest sister. And there's such a big age gap that it's like, she needs to like respect her older sisters and she needs to like respect her husband. And it's like, I don't, I like seeing her be like, I'm going to respect myself now and I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, and I'm not gonna let someone tell me like what I can and can't do with my own body. I thought it was good. I thought it was odd that Mauricio like kept trying to be like, you have enough, that's enough tattoos. I don't know. I was kind of like, why do you care so much? They're not like, she's like massive tattoos across her face. It was very strange. And he kept saying love being, which I don't think we ever seen him say. So I didn't know if that was like their code word, like their Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Like love love being like, why are you saying this on camera? But he looks like the fool. Kyle's going to get the last laugh with that. But that wraps up Beverly Hills. We're up for a fab season, I hope. And I look forward to seeing what's to come. And if you guys want to help us, because we're so, so close. Thank you to so many of you. We're about 50 reviews away to 1K reviews. So please, please, please leave us a five-star rating or written review. I want to give shout outs to ERL Denver, um, A-L-X-A-E, uh, K-Blah, Carrie Special, Modern Farm Wife. So thank you so much for your reviews. Again, help us reach that goal 
just do your part right now while I'm rambling. Go ahead, scroll all the way down. All you have to do is scroll down to the ratings and review section, tap five stars, and then you can see that little check box and write a review and make it a great day or don't. The choice is yours.